I pointed this out. This is the third time in the last seven years Auburn has taken a really long winning streak into Coleman Coliseum and unable to continue. It's a tough place to play. Historically, it's just a tough place for Auburn to win. It's hard to win on the road against quality teams in the SEC. Alabama is a lot better than their record suggests. If you look at the quality of their losses this year, it's why they've been an analytics starling all season long. Why Auburn was an underdog in this game. So, didn't hurt you a ton in terms of like where you sit as you know rankings and ratings and stuff like that. Auburn's still in a good spot uh, in the SEC race. You know they need to they need to you know bounce back for sure. But Dan, I think the big thing about this game is like if it, I don't know th- this was something Jerry Hennon brought up and we were talking about this. Um, Jerry Hennon brought this up on Twitter and I think uh, uh, some other, no. I don't want to, it's our buddy Bryce brought this up on Twitter. Jerry brought up some other really good points that I pointed out in the observations, but I think it's like if for an Auburn fan and Peter, you can chime in here as well. But like if, if this was a loss to like a team other than Alabama, I think it's a lot more. Okay. Hey, you know, midweek road loss, tough one, but it's the fact that it's Alabama and it's got Alabama on the jerseys and, and, and now it's three straight against Alabama. They've lost it probably stings a little more than, you know, if Auburn would have, like if this was Tennessee or if this was Kentucky or, uh, you know, another really like a contender in the SEC, probably doesn't sting as much, even though Alabama is a good enough team to beat Auburn um, like this. You know, I, I think just the rivalry aspect of this one makes it sting a little bit worse because on its face, not a terrible loss for Auburn at all, not even in the slightest. A roller coaster of a game, right? I mean, you think about Auburn's trailing by eight, Auburn's trailing, uh, Auburn's leading, Auburn's trailing by fourteen, right at, at at halftime before they they come out and they play the way they do to begin the second half. And no, I mean, I think you could point to a million things as to uh, what went wrong in a game that in a game that comes down to one possession. Right. Like you could you could highlight all kinds of things. I thought the way Auburn the way Auburn rallied after Bama's uh, close uh, the, the way Bama closed the first half oh, yeah. showed you that I mean that this this is a team that I think a lot of teams in the SEC facing that atmosphere and facing a run like the one Bama had at the end of the first half. They fold. There are there are teams in this conference that would have lost this game by twenty plus, and for Auburn to retake the lead in the second half, and like you said, uh, they were in a position to to put the game uh, into overtime at the very end. I, I think Auburn had to Auburn had to spend so much energy playing they as well as they did in the first ten minutes of the third quarter mm-hmm. that it was going to be. T- I mean. If Auburn had played a little better in the first half, maybe you're not coming back from a 14-point deficit. You're coming back right, from an eight-point right. deficit, and maybe things are a little bit different. But, Berg, you were at the game, and there's you know, I've got questions as to your experience you know, in, in the area. I think the most jealous I've been that you got of, of a game that you got to go to that I didn't get to go to this year based oh, yeah. on based on how that yeah. thing looked. And I've I've never Absolutely. been to I've never been to a game at Tuscaloosa, so it's uh, you know, venue's that, not great. Venue's not great. They need to replace it, and obviously that's what they've tried to push for. The lighting thing was hilarious because we were, they ran that first possession, and we were looking around like, it's still dark in here. What's going on? And the fact that Janai drills the three right off of it, and then like when Alabama takes the ball at Florida, the, the refs like, hey, wait a minute, <laughs> like that was funny. 
Um, and Auburn still started off pretty well after, you know, uh, it was funny. That. I'll tell you what, that lighting delay was funny, but it turned into a Mr. Show sketch because mm-hmm. it, it stopped being funny and it continued with the delay 19 minutes the, the before uh, they, uh, they they were able to get rolling again, I think was the uh, was the actual. I mean, that that is just a brutal way to start a game after warm ups and introductions and and the adrenaline was pumping. And and I think for both teams, it was it probably it probably took a little while to get back into the real flow of things. It did, um, and, but the good news is that Auburn did start the game. I think like it wasn't a distraction for them. Auburn got off, you know, they were up uh, sixteen to eight. They're up twelve to four. Like they got off to a pretty good start in this game, so I don't think it really, you know, Pearl said it after the game didn't really impact them whatsoever. It was just kind of funny. Um, and then this, it was kind of a tone setter for the way the game went because there were so many delays in this game, so many replay reviews, so many like. And foul calls in the second half were uneven. Like it just it, it it's it's SEC officiating. It's college basketball officiating. It just wasn't a very well run and orchestrated game, which is a shame because that game, those stakes, that atmosphere deserved better than that. And I'm not sitting here and saying it's because you know Auburn lost this game and I cover Auburn or that you know Auburn got hosed on the on you know foul calls. At the end of the day, Alabama only shot one more free throw than Auburn did. Now. Timing of the the fouls and the free throws mattered, but like no, I I just thought it could have been a lot better for what this game meant, and that's disappointing because I think all the other aspects, the way these teams played, the way they competed, the way they fought, the crowd, the atmosphere, really brought it. And I think just kind of you know in terms of um, the flow of the game and the and the um operation i should say of the game it it didn't go well and that was starting with the with the with the lights snafu so i i watched the game on television and jay williams the uh the, the broadcaster for espn uh made made two points that, that i want to talk about i think one is is smaller than the other he disagreed with the tech on sears uh and you know acknowledged that it's you know by by rule that's the correct call, but he didn't like it. I think he's crazy. I think of, of oh, course, yeah. of course, you call a tech in that situation. Uh, you know, I think you expect Sears to be a little bit more level-headed uh, for, for how much college basketball he's played. But Chad Baker Mazzara can get under people's skin. He he's yep. been a pest. He's a talker. Times. He's a talker. He's, he's a talker, and he's somebody with uh, physical skill too, who can frustrate you. So it's not just yep. it's not just the mouth. One thing Jay Williams said that I I tend to I tend to agree with I don't know if I would have hammered it home as much as he did uh but he made uh mo- reference multiple times to Auburn possessions where the ball didn't go to Broom you know and, yeah. and even there there was I think there was a streak there was a streak of three or four possessions where Broom never touched it and you know I I get the shot selection and I get Auburn playing fast there were times when I thought Man, you just you just got to keep feeding Janai with the uh, well with with the way he was, uh, or or at least when he when he found himself matched up on Nelson, it seemed like he he was he was finding finding the advantage more often than not. And you could probably like get the ball to him in those possessions, but like again, I wrote about this in the in the mailbag that can that comes out on Friday. But like the whole narrative after the game of like Auburn took too many bad threes, or, I I don't buy into that at all. The spacing is what it is. The shots were open. Like you just got to hit them. And I think the problem right now for Auburn is not that that they're taking bad shots. It's just in true road games, they're just not hitting them. They didn't shoot particularly well against Vanderbilt. They obviously didn't shoot very well against App State. Shot 
pretty well um, against Arkansas. But in Alabama, like this is a game where you go back and look. Auburn lost a game by four where they were minus 18 on three-pointers. The flip side, go back to that first half. How many times did Alabama hit threes with hands in their face? They just shoot that well at home. It's just sometimes it's like, hey, dudes get hot. And for Auburn, they were cold. Jerry Hennon pointing out on Twitter um, in this game, if you take Auburn's top five three-point shooters this season, they combined to shoot around 38 39% from deep. They shot 5% in this game. Okay? that It is such an extreme outlier to shoot like this. And so 25 threes, that's in the top half of games this year. Three-point rate, though, because of how many shots were taken this game because of the pace and the flow of the game, this wouldn't even crack the top half of games where Auburn take, took a lot of threes. That's the thing, though. I I don't play the results too much, Auburn fan, from this one. It's like, hey, they're not bad shots. Like It's only bad shot selection usually for if they don't go down. And it's like people are like, well, they, they weren't going down. They needed to try something else. They're open. They're open. If you if you concentrate and just say, hey, we got it, we're gonna pound the ball inside and we're not gonna take threes, that makes you easier to defend. You gotta at least still have that threat. But I get it. They weren't hitting those shots. And yes, Dan, like to your point, like and, and I guess to Jay Williams's point, there were some possessions where you felt like you got the ball to, to broom. But there was a stretch there in that second half where Alabama was selling out to defend Jedi Broom and like to keep him from getting an easy, you know, e- easy with the ball in his hands. The inside-out game needs to work better, but you still got to have that threat to the outside shots. Auburn just Auburn just went cold in a game that they couldn't afford to go cold in. And Janai Broom still took 17 shots in the basketball game. You know, it's not as though he, he only didn't. two free throws though. And that mm-hmm. when when Grant Nelson takes nine in a game, you feel like uh, it probably could have gone a little differently. On the three-pointer uh, angle that you were you were just taking there, I think that if 